The blueberry industry is like no other, passionate, resilient, and innovative. This podcast is your source for the latest information on the production, markets, research, and technology related to blueberry production. This is the business of blueberries. Here's your host, president of the U.S. Highbush Blueberry Council, Casey Cronquist. Well, we are excited to announce the launch of this brand new podcast called The Business of Blueberries. This is an opportunity for USHBC to bring the industry together, the blueberry industry, to share knowledge and ideas between growers and everyone involved with the blueberry business as part of the value chain. And my name is Casey Cronquist. I'm the president of USHBC, U.S. Highbush Blueberry Council, and the North American Blueberry Council. And I come by way of a 10-month tenure. Uh, in this position, but excited to be a part of the blueberry industry and seeing the evolution of the work we're doing to evolve our programs, but also inspire the industry in the area of innovation. With me today, in fact, is Rod Cook. He's going to be co-hosting with me on many of these episodes. He's the chair of the Blueberry Tech and Innovation Committee. And Rod will make sure that even though we're not able to do, Rod, our, our symposium this year, in person due to the global pandemic. That won't happen, but we are still going to be bringing you the very best that that symposium would have otherwise presented in these podcast series. So I'm excited to have Rod with me and he'll be talking a lot about what he'll bring to each one of these podcasts. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to Rod. Rod, if you could introduce yourself and talk a little bit about where we're going here with this podcast series. You bet. Thanks, Casey. For those of you who have been around the blueberry industry at probably tired of hearing me being introduced because I've been around it an awfully long time. But for those who don't know my background, just very briefly, I'm trained as a horticulturist and worked at the horticultural end, the research end in blueberry industry with growers for many years. And then later on, moved into marketing. And uh, now I am consulting. And in, in that effort, I was asked a number of years ago to chair the technology committee. At that time, we actually called it mechanical harvesting committee because that was really the almost single focus of the needs for the growers. But as it has evolved, you know, we're looking at so many different things. We're trying to not get ahead of because I don't think we ever will, but we're trying to at least catch up with where some of this technology has taken both the growing industry, the farming industry, the world in general. And we hope to bring some of those ideas forth, introduce our growers to some of those technologies, introduce technology folks to the blueberry industry, because I think that is an area we can really help you growers as we move forward. I'm super excited about what I believe this podcast will provide for folks who will tune in and, and hopefully subscribe to all of the future learnings that I think you know, your tech committee was bringing in the case of the symposium. And I know that that was very popular the last time. And in light of circumstances, you know, this is the best, I think, use of everyone's availability, being able to talk a little bit about the tech that is really revolutionizing our industry. Again, my name is Casey Cronquist, and I serve as the president of both the U.S. Highbush Blueberry Council and the North American Blueberry Council, and I've been in this capacity serving since the end of July last year, so almost a year now. I came to the blueberry business by way of flowers, 
I served as the uh, CEO ambassador of the California Cut Flower Commission for 12 years before coming over to Blueberries and spent almost my entire career in association management. So before Flowers, I was the uh, CEO of a couple of chambers of commerce. So this has been a great opportunity for me to jump into the fresh and frozen business here with Blueberries and excited about all the things I've learned so far, Rod, of, of traveling across the country and, and just meeting so many great folks in this business and the work that's been done and really this amazing product that the Blueberry industry represents. Well, and I think the industry is really happy to have you on board. You know, we've had great management in this organization in the past. Mark Bellotta, our previous manager, retired and you know there was a significant search underway and you rose to the top very quickly and it's not just your management experience, it is that ag background, but it's also some of that international experience and some of the political things that you got the flower group involved in. You had a story at one point about getting flowers into the White House, I believe. Is that is that right, Casey? Well, for, for quite a while, we, we spent a, a good amount of effort and resource towards just raising the profile of our flower farmers in Washington, D.C., all the way up into the White House. So absolutely focused on encouraging the White House to uh, source and express their appreciation for things uh, American at the White House with the flowers that they were displaying. So I spent quite a few trips out there in Washington, D.C., having conversations with lawmakers and certainly do the same over here for the North American Blueberry Council. But excited about, you know, what we didn't have at Flowers is this program, the research and promotion program that is the USHBC and the resource that that really allows for an industry like like the blueberry industry to do the hard work of bringing that nutritional message forward or a great consumer campaign. And the fact that blueberries are where they are today is a testament to the leadership that put this organization together, the USHBC, as a tool to drive consumption and drive awareness and do that research and the hard work that otherwise, you know, no one company would do alone. And I think this investment uh, is what I say is the right hand, left hand of the NABC, USHBC working together drew me over from flowers. I wasn't going to leave flowers for just anybody, Rod. Blueberries is just a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Well, I know the industry is glad that you're here. And, and it's things like this podcast that I think we're, we're really excited and seeing that energy that you've really kicked it up, a lot of it to, to do with our current situation in the world. But uh, nevertheless, that new vision, it's always nice to see that energy. And, and we're excited about the programs you've already started to, to put in place and some of the changes you're making. Well, and, and your committee is one of them. So I'm excited to be co-hosting this podcast with you. And it's going to be, I think, a great example of where we're headed and the evolution of our program. And most importantly, I think the innovation that's necessary right now to really move our program forward, both for USHBC, the category generally. So this is going to be very exciting for, I think, everybody that listens. With that, I'd say that you know we're looking at probably these podcasts every other week through the months of June and July. And then we're hoping to move to one a week, you know, obviously as we get better with this, but as Rod and I have talked about, there's just kind of content galore when it comes to what we could be bringing the blueberry industry in terms of both people we could talk to in technology, but I'll be doing a series of these podcasts that related to just the growth of our industry, the evolution of the blueberry industry, where, we're, where we've been and where we're going. So it's just going to be a lot of, I think, really important information that otherwise wouldn't necessarily be able to reach everybody the way that a podcast can. 
you know, we think of areas like I just got off a call with the team at Kroger and, and wow, you know, there's a lot of ability for us to really move our category by understanding data. And so, you know, one of the very first probably podcasts we'll have is bringing some industry experts on or subject matter experts on data in our industry. So that will be an example of, I think there are a lot of people in this industry that I've met in the travels I've done over the course of the last 10 months of my first year here, where I just, I think bringing those voices forward are going to be really important. There's some titans in this industry that, you know, I've certainly met like yourself, Rod, who have brought this industry forward in a way that really deserves some discussion, kind of extracting where we've been and where they think we're going next. And of course, there's just the the organization itself is changing. And I think with the new refresh strategic plan that we have and the work we did in March, which unfortunately has been sidetracked or taken a little bit of a delay due to due to the global pandemic, we have a lot to share in where this strategic refresh is going to take our industry forward. And I'm excited to talk about the marketing dynamics of our business and the ways in which we're working forward in health research. So there's just a lot that we can unpack. And, and I think we have no shortage of things to share, Rod. Yeah, sounds great. I, I really think this is something, I mean, as you say, our committee has, had talked a bit about this, and I, I think it's just something that it's the time, it fits in with all the criteria and the way people are getting their news now and how they're listening. I mean, hey, you can listen to this thing while you're out, you know, running the sprayer or whatever else you might be doing in the field. So, you know, the information flow is so important now. And knowing where the crops are and knowing where technology can be accessed and resourced and all of those things are, are really important. You know, a lot of these things have been in place for a number of years. We've had crop calls for a long time. Are you going to bring those in as well as part of this deal? Yeah, I, I think we have to. Really, when you consider I spend an hour each week on these crop calls, we usually hold them on the NABC side each Wednesday. And that in and of itself is its own podcast, I think. We're going to take a piece of each one of these podcasts and bring some of these personalities that a lot of folks know in this industry already, but bring them onto the show and and really let them talk about how production's going in their area. It'll be brief, but when I think about what would tune people into a show like this, it's certainly hearing from the growers in the field and wanting to kind of get a sense of how are things going and and what can we expect in the crop this season and what are your challenges. So just having a short piece each time we get together here talking about the crop, I think is a good anchor of interest for people who might want to tune in. Well, I agree. I think listening to the growers, one of the take-homes from our symposium a couple of years ago is we had a lot of experts come in from all over, people both that have already been supporting our industry to people who were brand new to the blueberry scene or had technology that could be applied to the technology scene. But the takeaway was one grower, we had we had a machine harvesting company that couldn't make the meeting. They, at the last minute, they kind of canceled. But I knew one grower in our audience who had used their machinery. And so I kind of asked if he would stand up and at least talk about it. And of course, it was a totally different perspective. It was the grower's perspective on that machinery. And the number one takeaway from that thing for many growers who responded in our surveys afterwards was that was the best segment of the entire symposium. Now, they like the symposium, but hearing that directly from the grower. And so I, I would encourage us all to uh, make sure that this is a, yeah, it's USHBC, North American Blueberry Council podcast, but it's a grower's podcast and it's their deal. And we need to make sure they're engaged, they're involved, and they're listening to their their peers. 
Yeah. Uh, these crop reports are going to be uh, an excellent way for, I think, everyone to connect with what's actually happening in the field. So we couldn't have our inaugural podcast not include the crop report. So here's the first one. It's time now for your blueberry crop report, an update on crop conditions and markets around the country. Today's report was recorded on June 3rd, 2020 and features Neil Moore in North Carolina, followed by Bill Steed in California and Denny Doyle in New Jersey. Here's Neil Moore. We're past all our early varieties. We're kind of in mid-season varieties. In North Carolina, we have our early season and a late season with howbush and rabbit eye types. We're able to grow both in our area. But if you was considered just in like a howbush and southern howbush type window, we're in our late varieties, which are Legacy and Duke, which come, up, come along here generally in our later market window. So we're kind of in our later varieties, and Legacy is the most predominant variety in North Carolina now. It probably consists of 35% of the acreage here. So our fresh volumes here are still fairly substantial. So we're still gearing towards the fresh market, but a lot of the early varieties are kind of finished, but the mid-season, like New Hanover and some of the last of the O'Neill variety, they're all going to process right now. This season has had some very strange challenges dealing with the COVID-19. And the farmers have kind of geared up. You know, they've tried to keep their labor pool safe and all. And then we've had uh, struggling weather patterns with it being rainy and tropical systems coming through. So it's made it a lot of challenges to get our crop harvested and out of the field in a timely manner. And North Carolina is mainly geared towards the fresh fruit industry. And along with the rain and the COVID-19 shedding down a lot of the markets up in the Northeast and all, it's made it kind of challenging. You know, our market here has been fair to good on pricing. It probably would have been a little bit better because North Carolina has had a little bit of a smaller crop than we would normally expect. With the rain and all, it steered a lot more of our fruit into the processing side of the uh, industry and our processing plants here in North Carolina. They're running at peak capacity right now. Some of them are on two shifts a day. It's interesting that it, a lot of the challenges that Neil was just describing, less the rain, has affected us. We've had uh, we had a heat spell about a week and a half ago that took the valley up to about 108, and it was right about when our peak was starting to happen. So we were anticipating 20% of the crop basically went to process when that heat hit. It's now cooled off. It's been a really up and down, you know, weather effect out here. We had a lot of cool weather, which delayed the crop off by probably at least a week to 10 days. Then we had the heat, which basically ramped it up. And now we're on the other side, but we're still in a high volume because we were running late. Our projection numbers that we used uh, to track our volumes were about 2 million pounds, a million and a half pounds total of organic and conventional were off from our targets and historical targets. And that doesn't reflect this 20% or more loss due, due to the heat. As a grower marketer, I've gotten calls from multiple people right now looking for fruit, you know, quality fruit. But yet the front end of the of this season was a dismal pain, very, very painful to California. Prices were feeling the aftermath of Florida. So it is anticipated that we'll probably whether we wrap up by the middle of June or not, Oregon's coming on in Eastern Oregon. So that will have an effect on us. So even though we're a little bit later, the West Coast is still going to be 
you know, sitting with a fair amount of fruit, even with the loss. To give everybody an idea where New Jersey is, our, our projected start date is June 15th. And uh, I think we're going to be very close to that date. Which would bring on Western Washington and Oregon right in the same, singing the same songs. Very yes, similar. Well, and I'm thinking that North Carolina is probably going to be over our big fresh push of high bush and the rabbit eyes are, are more or less regionally marketed. So it's kind of good this year that we're going to be kind of out of New Jersey and the West Coast way because once you get two or three, four states together, and especially with the Northeast being kind of shut down this year, it's going to be a challenging market in that in that week, I think. New Jersey doesn't have a bumper crop here, but they have a good crop. We had a couple nights of cold in, in May that um, stung us a little bit, but overall, we're in good shape. Right now, the crop is sizing up well. We haven't had quite the storms that they have down in the southern region. So we're fortunate there, actually, we've on the dry side. But just as I'm speaking today, there have been some substantial storms coming in, hitting the area. I outreached to a couple of the growers in the Hamilton region, and they seem to be fine. I'm in the more northern region for blueberries. And as far as any kind of crop loss, there, there isn't any at that point. But this year, you know, the year of 2020, it's the, the new procedures that we're going to have to go through with the coronavirus. So that's foremost on a lot of growers' mind, along with the normal operation duties of let's get ready for harvest. Right now, we're, we're hearing pretty good reports that, you know, labor is going to be available. And, and that's stressful enough for growers, but now we had that coronavirus issue in this fold, and uh, it's going to be a very interesting year. Yeah, well, it's been a challenging year for everybody, and, and it, it's, uh, you know, who's to say, you know, that next year won't be a better year, you know? Well, that's a a great example of what you can expect our crop report to be each week. We're going to be working with, you know, the growers in each one of the harvesting regions as we go through our season and just bring those voices on to talk about what's happening in the fields. We spend a lot of time and resource attracting consumers to our category, but this for us is really an opportunity to have growers share with growers hear from growers and talk about our industry. So this is really an audience that we're hoping to attract and reach more people than we otherwise would have with our meetings or even our emails. My hope is obviously that, you know, a podcast like this continues to provide a resource to the industry that is helping us grow our ability to bring more blueberries to the market. And so we do a lot of marketing at USHBC and we're certainly looking at this podcast to help you understand more of what that resource is going to in terms of marketing. You know, I can imagine right now people would be interested to know a little bit more about the situation unfolding at food service and our work there. This would be a great platform for us to talk about what's happening at food service. Food manufacturing, of course, we've got experts who work for us in that area that could help share what's happening in that space right now. You go down the list of all the things that we're a part of that some people don't know about. And this podcast really helps to bring those personalities that are involved with this business forward to share with the growers. And of course, you know, to the extent that we can have growers part of the show, I think that would be fantastic. So as we were envisioning the themes of this 
podcast or the areas in which we might cover for our listeners, you know, we really kind of came down to three areas, markets, technology, and farm. So when you're talking about markets, certainly the work we're doing to encourage consumers to buy blueberries through the channels that we serve. And so thinking of retail and food service and food manufacturing, those are areas in which you know we spend a lot of our resource and time developing. And so having those experts and people on and folks who can kind of describe how those things are behaving and what we might be able to learn from subject matter experts in each one of those areas. And also there's been just a lot of, quite frankly, great news about the work we're doing in export work. And so having Alicia Adler, our vice president on, who's spending a lot of time helping us as an industry coordinate and collaborate on opening these markets around the world. I think having someone like her and those who are benefiting from these marketing opportunities overseas. And of course, you know, looking at the work we're doing around the world, opening those markets. And then we've got technology. Rod, you want to talk a little bit about those topics that people will be hearing more about? You bet. Yeah, I think uh, to begin with, we decided that technology can cover an awful lot of things. As I kind of led in when we were talking at the first there, Casey, you know, it really came out of an interest in mechanical harvesting, but it's gone so far beyond that. In fact, we decided to do a survey because the only thing some people could think about was, well, there's mechanical harvesting. What are you going to do besides mechanical harvesting? And it became very clear that really the, even the resources of USHBC, North American Blueberry Council, to develop a harvester, many people thought that this would be really outside of the, the scope of what our organization does. And as a result, we began looking at ways to at least support how growers could go into that thing and sort of let us this way and that way. And we kind of, as a committee, said, time out. Let's find out what the industry is most interested in. And if it comes back that only people want to be interested in harvesting, okay, well, I guess that's the direction. But there are so many other aspects to technology. And our symposium kind of demonstrated that and showed that. So we put together a survey that will serve us as a baseline as our organization moves forward, as we spend grower dollars on investigating new technologies, as we begin to introduce technology to our industry and our industry to technology. So one of the topics we'd like to do is at least give the growers an overview of that survey. And uh, Robert Perlstein, contractor that we hired, did a really, really good job. And the survey information came back really good because one of the concerns, frankly, on technology is are we talking about big growers, little growers, et cetera. And our numbers on the people who responded to the survey came back in a really nice format. We do have a group of large growers, as you would expect. Our industry is growing and growers, some growers are getting much larger. But we also have almost an equal number of smaller growers as well and then those in the middle. And so the distribution across our industry of who responded, I mean, it couldn't hardly be better from a, you know, if you're a statistician, it just worked out really, really well. So that's pretty cool. And in fact, it demonstrated quite clearly that there are interests way beyond mechanical harvesting. Yeah, that's important. But labor was only one of the real top things. And so we'd like to pull that apart a little bit, let the growers see what the answers were, what the demographics, the people actually answered the survey, how they responded, and give them a chance, obviously, to, to listen to that. Always open to, to have those responses uh, that they would have come directly back to me as well, so we can take that to the committee and, and change. 
So uh, there are a lot of other things beyond mechanical harvesting. I mean, of course, there's the whole packing line operation. That's the second area that really pops out when you ask people about it because of optical sorting and so on. But there are areas like pruning that can be uh, moved much more mechanically uh, done. There's field scouting. This is an area that, you know, traditionally it's been very important in the blueberry industry. We have some very specific diseases. We have some very specific insects to the blueberry industry. So we have to go out there. We need to do trapping. Our nutritional needs are very unique compared to most other crops. We've had people in the field, boots in the dirt out there looking at these things there are now becoming a whole array of tools through technology like drones and little robots and all kinds of things we like to get a few of those people in to talk about this and then there's the whole area of spraying and mowing and mechanical control there and of course one of the areas that popped out was was irrigation you know when i first got into the industry in michigan Virtually nobody irrigated their crop. Yes, we had frost control, but it was expected that you'd have dry years and wet years. Now, virtually everybody does irrigation of one type or another, but there are some unbelievably complex but very precise ways to water and monitor nutrition within the fields. Yeah. Well, and Casey, as you've already mentioned, we are not going to be holding the symposium this year as it was planned. And so, Clearly, we were looking for another way to bring a lot of this technology forward. You know, it doesn't stand still uh, just because of uh, the COVID crisis and things like that. So in lieu of the symposium this year, we really uh, wanted to do these types of podcasts where we can bring that information forward to the growers in a timely manner. So we'll be working on that. And I know that, you know, for so many of the trips I've done around the country, to your point about the regionality of technology is really remarkable. Yep. You see certain things like I saw in North Carolina that are very different than what you see out here in the West Coast. And so, very much. you know, uh, I, I just think yep. this thing will really do a great job of kind of level setting information. And we only have 30 minutes to say some stuff. The, the fact that they're going to get what you're offering, Rod, in, in, a, in a really a concise and surmised way that I think will be really helpful for people just to tune in and get their quick blueberry tech tip for the week. And, and certainly, you know, anything else that we have to share in the areas of uh, market technology. And then lastly, farm, you know, which is insight from what I called talks with titans or leading growers or growers who have something that I think other members of our industry would like to know more about. So we're going to be looking at inviting some really great people onto the show week over week, inviting them to talk about their experience and helping spread that learning around to all those folks who are tuning in. So, you know, those would be dealing in those same areas that I think we're trying to address with tech, but certainly labor is one of those areas, certainly logistics, just looking at marketing in general and how our industry is behaving and operating. So I'm excited about this podcast. Uh, but before we call it a day of our first episode of the business of blueberries, I wanted to make sure we kind of use these podcasts to draw attention to things that we have available to you. One of which is something we launched in light of circumstances, but it really a retail a rapid response to the challenge of marketing right now. And so that's a toolkit we put up on our website. You can go to ushbc.org to see that toolkit and you'll find a lot of great features of the new campaign we have out called the Blueberry Method Campaign. And I think it's great. You'll meet uh, Dr. Barry Azul, which he's very funny and I encourage you tuning into him. But uh, 
He is, he is great. great. And so those are resources there to help us, you know, work together on sharing the love of blueberries and certainly encouraging people to think blueberries and make sure that we get blueberries in the shopping cart. We're also excited to be working with our friends over at United Fresh. They're actually doing something I think that's something we're sharing with all of you in terms of attending one of their virtual events. And that's something we're looking at for the fall for USHBC and NABC's fall meetings as hosting a virtual event for folks to attend in light of circumstances. And so next week, June 15th, this will serve as a way to bring the entire fresh produce community together. And so I encourage everyone to do that. It's free. We'll be there, but just encourage you to register for that event over at unitedfreshlive.org. So yeah. Anything else, Rod? Uh, not yet. I, I want to hear more about how people subscribe. You know, uh, you're, you've got a number of areas besides tech. I mean, I could talk about tech all day long, but how do people subscribe? I guess those are critical questions as we move forward. Yeah, I think people will be able to find it where, you know, if you're familiar with podcasts, we'll be there in those platforms you're most comfortable with. So you're thinking iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. So wherever you typically listen to your podcasts, hopefully you'll find us there just looking up the business of blueberries. But you can subscribe to any of those and you'll also be able to find it on our website. Of course, this is content that we hope will be relevant in the time you're listening to it, but also a lot of what Rod's group will be discussing in terms of tech will provide some evergreen information that will certainly be available over the many months and and years to come. So we're also looking to build a essentially a library of of information through Rod's committee that others in the industry will be able to find online and our website in subject areas that they care about. Well, Rod, (laughs) that's our first episode. I don't know. How do you think we did? I hope the editors are really, really good. That's all I can tell you. So uh, <laughs> I'm excited, obviously. So I think this is a great deal. I commend you and the, the team we've got there. Your staff's working hard. And this has been a very tough introduction for you into the industry. But I give you a great, great commendation. I think you've done a great job. You've got us organized. I think we're driving together and it's it's really possible. Well, it has been a uh, an exciting opportunity for me, quite frankly, to be a part of joining the blueberry industry. Uh, I mean, I know this era has been unprecedented for everybody. You couldn't imagine the, you know, the circumstances playing out like they have, but this is a great space to be in looking at where blueberries have been and where blueberries are going. And I think the things that we talked about back in March are just as true, if not just timely, that we were refreshing our strategic plan and that we were looking at innovation to drive our industry forward. And, uh, and this pandemic, you know, unfortunately took place at, a, at the time that it has, but it really has forced all of us to think about this business differently. And, uh, and I think that to me, you know, has been kind of the, the way we can, you know, kind of contextualize the work we're doing here with the podcast, but certainly the work we need to do as an industry going forward is just to kind of rethink what we've been doing in order to address the future that's ahead. So uh, I'm excited to be doing this podcast with you. You know, they say that, what is it that about having a, a an excellent radio voice, Rod? You, you, yeah. you, you, you fit. So I think you were, I think you were ready to be a podcast co-host. So I'm, I'm excited about the weeks ahead where we can get together and talk tech. And, and I really appreciate your leadership on this as well. Well, appreciate the opportunity. And I, I know the growers are looking forward to it. I, I'm just really, really uh, thankful amongst the tough times that 
we've got an opportunity to uh, to serve in an even stronger capacity, I think. Well, thanks, Rod, and thank you all for tuning in. We want to hear from you on how this first podcast has gone and what subject matters you care about. We would love for you to subscribe to this show and tell your friends in the industry, you know, please share this podcast with others and encourage them to tune in and check it out. And we will love your feedback, love for you to reach out to us directly and and tell us what you think about the show as we evolve this show as it goes forward from here. We'll be back with our second episode in a couple weeks and look forward to talking with you again then. Thank you for joining us. Innovation, collaboration, family, and hard work. This is the business of blueberries. Blueberries.